hear me, understand me, and join me in saying welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. I am your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And we are back. I'm finally happy to say I have another guest on the podcast, something I've been looking forward to doing in a while. And I'm looking forward to having this guest on. You know, we had a great conversation and it's been a while since we caught up. Uh, You know, we became friends in like 2016 while I was in college in between freshman and sophomore year. And uh, we we done a lot of uh, cool gigs together. This was when I started my journey uh, from stage to TV and film, doing background for a lot of major TV shows throughout New York City, doing another couple gigs together. And, uh, you know, it's definitely good to have Jeff Hardy come on. <laughs> it's not actually Jeff Hardy, but he really looks like this dude. Uh, but, you know, awesome family man, actor, uh, content creator, real estate agent. You know, he's out here uh, pursuing his dream. But he also has a good backstory a lot of people may not know. And uh, I'm looking forward to having this conversation. This is what this podcast is about. It's about sitting down, having real and open, honest conversations with people of different walks of life. And even though we may walk the same path in terms of creativity, our our times in this industry, our lives are separate. And I think uh, it's finally time to have him come on, talk about his journey, talk about his his traumatic experience, talk about his turning point in life and and just give a perspective that uh, many other people haven't be, been able to hear. So, you know, thank you guys for tuning in for this episode. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I had to push this one back uh, due to the you know police brutality and all these other current events happening. But we are here. We're in the moment. And we're about to rock and roll and have a good time. So without further ado, welcome. My man, I won't say his name. I'm going to save that for the real intro. But thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let's rock and roll. Let's get into it. Let's celebrate in three, two, one. You already know the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host. You already know the most charismatic man in entertainment. Beat that, Dwayne Rock Johnson. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great week, great morning, great day, whether you get off of work, at home with the kids, whatever you're doing. Um, it's been a while, and uh, I think it's time. I have to go back to my roots. You know, a lot of times recently, I've been talking about a lot of controversial topics, society and cultural issues. And uh, I think I wanted to get back to the bread and butter of this podcast, which is interviewing people with, with cool stories um perspectives that other people can learn and, and use to guide themselves in their journey and i think this conversation is long overdue you know he's been hounding me for 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 many years you know um <laughs> 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 uh, he's a great guy you know it, it's funny you know I, I interview actors on this platform but there's truly somebody that we we've been through a couple different phases we met as background actors while i was still in college then uh we did uh, a a stint where we was uh, dressing up as may uh mustard and, and ketchup costumes. Oh my god! Making decent money though, decent money in the city. But it was we went to yep. that, and now you know we we were pursuing our careers in the, in the entertainment industry. Um, and this man, you know, he has a a new film coming out on Prime Video. We're gonna get into all of that stuff because I, I don't want to give that away just yet. Um, but you know, it's long overdue. 
please welcome the big pain in my ass, Sean Ian. How you doing, man? <laughs> it's great to see you, man. It has been it's been too long. Yeah. Forward to you getting back to New York, man. Yeah, 2019 is when uh, I uh, left for LA. Yeah. It's been a while, man. It, you, you have been missed over here. Yeah, I you know, I miss the city. And you know, it's one of those things where, you know, during the pandemic, I realized I'm like, you know, I like LA. The the weather's nice, but New York is home for me. So like uh yeah, I New York will definitely see me more. So, you know, it, it's it's going to be fun. Uh oh, but this is but this is not about me. It's about you. Um You're too kind. Uh, you know, like I said, this conversation is long overdue and I think um you know, you've had a couple press releases and, you know, your, your career's going great. Uh, everybody's doing good in life. But I want to bring it back, you know, to the beginning because I want people to get to know you. And um, I know you're from Long Island. I know you went to, you know, Bowen High, high School. You did a couple gigs as a substitute teacher. Um, you had a variety of different jobs. So for, for you, just to break it down, like how was, you know, it looked like you studied um, perform arts uh, at high school and all that stuff. Uh, how did you grow up? Where you, where you grew up and how you got into acting? Because a lot of people don't really talk about that part of uh, life. Well, it's it's uh, it's a long story. I'll, I'll try to sum it up. If you have any questions, you could dig into it and, and shoot at me. I was actually always interested in art, and uh, but I played baseball, so I couldn't really do it a lot in high school. Uh, I went through college. I got scouted by the Reds. I played a little bit of uh, a, a lot of things. It all kind of fell apart. And then I came back and I graduated the fine arts degree from post. I have some master's credits, but uh, after years of I things I went through, I got I wound up going like the because uh, arts really it's difficult, right? Yeah. You know, and and it's hard to make a living. So I went and I I tried the corporate route. I wound up getting injured, messed up my back real bad, went on disability, and through therapy and sessions, I got pulled back into art, and then I got cast on my first lead. I was doing background work, and that's how we met, and then uh, I got, I said, well, let me try real stuff, and I got booked on a, a feature film, um, small gig, but it wound up doing well, and that made it to Prime, too, by some bizarre chance of fate, which I can't even get it was but it was pretty amazing and um and i just been doing it uh it just kind of set me back on the path and i got a book coming out and a bunch of stuff and i just kind of dedicated myself to this and said this is my life this is what i'm going to do and you could fail doing the things that you're not so crazy about so you may as well move forward with the the things you love so that's how and that's the story yeah so that's how i got here wait so i I was trying to think because I've done a couple different background gigs, but it was usually the same one. We met all the set of what was it? Um... Well, now actually, so it wasn't really background. Um, it was Chris. Uh, sh- 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 uh, I kept, I'm trying to say the name. I don't want to butcher it. Uh, Alfred and the Concrete Jungle, I think, and we were playing druggies in that film. <gasps> That's what a oh crap. Man. Yeah, and they had they had you doing like you you do the I think they I they, I think they cut the vomiting scene where you were behind me in in the where we were where, but they they like I think they cut that part but like we were <laughs> in that film 
and uh they filmed us walking and going up the stairs and stuff and uh some like minor lines and stuff when we were in that room oh crap yeah it's crazy i forget all like the some days it'll like just come out of random i'll think about alberto in the concrete jungle that's what it was my brain just that's what it was i forgot i completely forgot about that and i think that was an eight i think that was 18 ish Uh, yeah that was was, yeah. yeah it was right before i got booked on dragon the weapon of god which is uh was my first uh leading role that made it to prime video to with cra- crazy story with that film that's a whole nother ball of wax but... uh, you know before before but you know i think this is important something you mentioned is something i found captivating before we get into the actor side um sure. i know like in, in, in the press release that you did um you talked about you know you worked at uh I, as a cable tech for cable vision from 2008 yeah, to 2012 and that's when you suffered your injury but yeah. you said it was a severe injury was it something like um something where you was looking at maybe being permanently disabled for the rest of your life or was it just yeah i actually am um but it, it it's it it was a back injury with chronic pain and it's been very hard for me to integrate back into uh things that i've like I just started doing very slowly with the background work. That was part of the process because it would get me out of the house for a day or two. And it was, um, it was really, I wasn't really doing anything. I was just kind of walking and even walking. There were times walking was hard. Like I, I remember taking steps. I, I fell in my bathroom once I was hanging from my door with my arm. I caught myself. Uh, I was walking with my friend and th- just occasionally my legs would just go out from under me and I he caught me and stuff. So, but it's been like a long process of just trying to get back to moving around again and doing things. And that's how the background started. And then um, the acting and actually channeling all the, the energy and the emotions and all the hell that I've lived through. It just gave me a constructive outlet for everything too. So it kind of, it's, it's just a really uh, yeah, but yes, I, but it's every day of my life for forever at this point. And I, I actually live, try not to live in fear of um of of just doing normal things it's it's hard my brother won't even i i don't even think i can play golf but i want to try but i i can't really and then my brother wouldn't even want to go with me because he's worried like if god forbid he's like he's like i don't want to be there if you drop i'm like and i i really can't a lot of the things i love i really can't do uh my life is just totally you know, yeah, I don't, I don't really generally like talking about it, but it's kind of, it's nice to, to talk a little bit about it. And I'm glad you asked, but it's, it's tough, man. It's been, it's been a, it's been a road and a journey, but you know, thing I'm looking on the up and every day is a day forward and every step and every day, every breath is just a a blessing at this point. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I've, I've said this before, you know, you get to a point where sometimes it's good to talk about it because not only does allow you to grow but somebody who's listening whether you know it or not probably listen to you starting like you know what i'm going through the same thing and you know at yeah. least there's somebody who can relate to me because usually a lot of people they don't know anybody who's going through this situation so they bottle it in and they have nobody to talk to which is yeah and it, it is it's very tough and it's hard to talk about and it's not something they even want to talk about you know even on reddit the other day i saw somebody he was saying, well, you know, I, I have bad knees. Should I wear my braces on set, set? Should I tell people? You know, it was some Reddit post. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you have got to be honest with people. You got to take care of yourself and you got to tell people because like, God forbid you get hurt or something. I'm like, that, that'll that be a lot worse. 
They're not mm -hmm. saying anything, you know, I'm like, right. but you know, but you got to try, you know, do as much as you can. And, you know, I want to ask you how, how you got over it, you know, and the reason why that stuck out to me was because I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Jeremy Renner, the dude that plays uh, Hawkeye and Avengers and uh, done a uh -huh. couple Mission Impossible stuff, he actually just suffered something, I think, probably even way more severe than what you did. Not undermining what you really? do, but yeah, so he, it was New Year's, uh, New Year's Day, I believe, and he lives in Las Vegas. They had a huge snowstorm and his family member got stuck in the driveway or something. He has a big machine. I, I forgot the name of it, but it's like a 36,000 pound machine. Uh, something you'll probably only see at construction sites. Like a snowblower or something? Uh, like it's, uh, it's called this uh, something. I, uh, I get it. It sounds like a big piece of something you don't want to mess with. No, no. And don't you don't want to. And Dude. so he jumped in to help get the family member out. And as he was walking back to the family member, the thing started pulling ahead by itself. So he tried to jump into it. And unfortunately, he tripped. And I ran over, ran him over, and it's oh, one of those. God. He's in bad shape. I mean, he's probably looking at an amputated leg, uh, maybe both legs. I mean, oh, severe damage. I uh, crushed his ribs. I, I mean, just imagine thirty six thousand pounds. Jesus, that's rough. Oh, and, but I don't know how. I don't know if he was directly under it, or maybe he was able to fall at an angle and it just ran over certain parts of his body, but. Even then, if you've seen a picture of this thing, uh, that, that that that's no joke. That is no joke. I would not. No, I mean, thank God he's alive. It's... You know, but um, support. The first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, I mean, I was, I still see my therapist. I was in therapy for years. Uh, still talk to them when I need to. Um. But you need to have people around you that love you and you need a lot of support. You need, uh, I mean, my prayers go out to him and his family and I'm just, that's just, uh, it's horrific to hear that. And I'm very sorry that happened. But you yeah. know, it, it's one of those situations, like even for you, like you think about, you know, though sometimes that happens. What if, you know, what if this went the wrong way, you know, but yeah, I think, that, yeah, it's life, man. It's, it's every day. It's like, you just don't know. It's, it's that split second. It's why you have to try to do everything you can every day, you know, cause you don't know when things are going to go, man. That's just, that's, that's just crazy. It is crazy. But I, you know, I want to ask you like a situation like that. Do you ever forget no i wouldn't say forget but is this something that it took you a real long time to to process and i know you talked about support and everything it's every day man every day every day it's every day yeah you don't there's not a day that that it's not there uh it's not that you you let it control you um or destroy you but and it, it's difficult to, to live with things because it you you do eventually even you forget what it was like to be the way you were right. over time but that and it takes 
it takes years, but you have to, it's a grieving process. It's, it's a, it's a huge, it's a very, I mean, for me, it took a really long time to, to get to where I am. And I, I have so much respect for, um, I mean, I found strength in myself from others living with disabilities, watching, watching their accomplishments, watching them move forward, watching, you know, amazing athletes do things that, that I thought like, my God, how are they doing that? And like, what, what can I do? You know, what, what can I do? And, and I mean, it's just, I guess, you know, for me, I'm and I remember, and it, it it's 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 strange because like especially there's so many such a spectrum of injuries and disabilities. It's such a, a spectrum of of it's just so massive and everybody has their their own things that they have to live with and everybody has their own process. But I mean I definitely I found strength in others and uh and therapy and and through just support and family and friends and um and faith and just you know yeah it it, it was tough but 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 just like learning to really just love life and just be grateful for every day and um it's a process though it, it is a process and i'd like to try to help people uh, i i i would like to i and i i don't know how to do that but um you know, it's something that I want to do. If that's I can. amazing. That's you know, that's what it's all about. You know, part of the reason why you know when I when I you know talk to different people, even people I know, I I try to get into you know things that are a little more personal, just because you know from my own experience. You know, I, I've said this uh, before, but a lot of people may you know recognize me from the videos I've done with the YouTube channel Jubilee but the last video I did with them I talked about how a lot of people might see the glitz and the glamour of our lives they may see us on set they may see uh -huh. us, you know enjoying life right <laughs> but a lot of people forget we have you know we have a history too you know it wasn't always glitz and glamour it wasn't always I'm getting paid to do what I enjoy you know it's a, it's a lot of things that go yeah. To, to the person to, to build you that way. Um, but like, do you think that experience has helped you in, in, in a more positive Which experience? Way the, 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 injury? the injury. Yeah. Well, what I, what I would say is, is that it taught me a lot. Um, it set my feet, feet back on the path to doing the things I love. And I, I wish I would have just said like, like if I was, I wish I would have just, done it from the beginning right but you know life just takes you on roads and all these things that happen they they build character and they become a part of you and and uh when even the book um i have being published i started when i started that uh, i could barely walk i was hardly able to stand i couldn't really sit at all and i had a dream and i just started writing and part of me just moving forward in my own life as i said well just I made myself write like a paragraph. I set myself a goal of a page a day and I just started writing and I'd always been a writer and an artist and it, but it was one of the only things I could do. So it, it's sort of without this injury, meeting you, all these things that have happened in my life, 
uh, I'd never take it back. I mean, um, yeah, I'd like to be better, but I think everything, I, it, it's so hard. Like I, I, the everything happens for a reason thing. I, I just got my real estate license and I was reading an article and there was a woman who she knew a realtor who was, uh, caught and murdered. Her body was left in the back of a car. And she said the, the everything happens for a reason thing. She's like, I don't believe in that anymore because until something so horrific has happened to you, um, that's just inexplicable. Uh, the, the, I can't, I just can't identify a reason for that. So, and that really hit home with me. And I, I don't know how to say it or if there is a reason. I don't understand a lot of things in life, but what I can say is that I I am where I am now and I'm grateful to be here. You know, I want to ask you, is is the book of Daniel, is that your first novel? Or yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't so you know, I haven't seen it in a while. So I didn't even I, I didn't know about that until you told me about it. So um so working on it the last 10 years. I don't really talk about it a lot. Yeah, I was working on it for the last 10 years. Yeah, and it just got picked up. It's in uh it's it's going to publishing soon they're they're just doing the final edit right now they're sending it to print and they're going to do cover design and posters and stuff probably within the next uh you know i think it's gonna be about six months six to twelve months before it's out and pressed but it's it's on the way wow. yeah it's exciting yeah that you know a lot of people don't realize like what like acting especially writing it's a it's a process it's not something you just wake up and and do like what nah. was was the so what what is the book about per se? You don't have to give too much info, you know. You don't want people, you don't want to give the story. Tell too much. Well, it's um, so it it it's the story. It's uh, it's I guess it's a coming of age story. It's a story of uh life. Um, I had this vision of a character, uh, a child with these abilities, and are they abilities or not abilities? It sort of it gets into your head like if children could speak or they had all these things and they, they wanted to explain all these things or you have these abilities and you, you start growing and you start learning. And it was, uh, it was funny because like stranger things kind of came out um, after I kind of finished my book. And when it initially started the, the child, the girl 11 and her abilities, it was like, she was starting to learn. And it, it was like very grounded. And that was the approach I took in writing this. I didn't want to make like a Superman where it was like I was flying around the world or it's, you know, and that's all cool stuff. But it's like I wanted to be really relatable. And I I kind of I, I developed this character where he's born and you grow with him and you learn and you learn you grow as he grows and you, you meet his family, get to know everything, I the world around him. And it's based uh, in the past but in like our time you know and like real i wanted everything to be real i feel like everything has to try to be real and connectable to people so um but and then it's it's that it's his life story and i don't i don't i don't want to say but it, it's 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 a heartwarming it's touching uh i i think that people are really going to love it i think they're gonna they're gonna feel it and it's it's written to really i mean to to go to hit your hearts and make you think and get into your minds and make you come into that world because this character could be you it could be your brother it could be anybody and are we all crazy or are we powerful or can we do these things and is this person living next door to me you know it's like it actually is all possible in a lot of ways i don't know you know so but yeah 
So it'll be, but I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what people think when they read it. And, um, but it's just, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, I think it's, it's an awesome, it's an exciting story. Like I'm just, I'm, I mean, obviously I wrote it, so I'm, ex I'm, I'm pretty thrilled <laughs> about it. I'd be a liar to say that I'm not, you know, excited about it, but it, it's, um, but I'm really, I'm just excited to see what people think, you know, I, and, and if it, you know, really, if it touches people and how it makes people feel and uh, where it takes you on, on that journey, you know, if it takes you somewhere and it takes you away. Uh, and I'm really looking to hear other people's words on it. You know, I think yeah. that's where it's really gonna, that's where you're gonna, you know, hear, hear it. Like I, so that's, I'm waiting for that and I'm excited because it's going to start happening. So I've had a few people read it and every, you know, and obviously my mom loved it, but I had some distant people that weren't my mom read it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> the my, my, mom, my mom, yeah, on, on Facebook, my mom is my number one. Like I have one huge <laughs> big fan and they gave her like a story. I'm like, it just like automatically tagged her. I'm like, yep. That's my mom. <laughs> hey, no wrong with that, man. Uh, yeah, no yeah I that. wouldn't have it any other way, you know? Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just love her, man. It's just, it, it's just, it may, every time I see it, it just, it makes me laugh when I, I see her little comments and stuff. It, it's just, it makes me happy. I'm lucky. Yeah. Oh, it's You know, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those things like, you know, I've talked about it. Like my mom don't support what I do at all. So really, uh, oh. uh, no. She 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 sees anything related to the entertainment industry as a hobby, not a real job. A lot, but you know what? It, it it's something that a lot of parents see, and I I get it. You know, at some point, you know, when you you know you you you're an older person, and I'm talking about someone who's aspiring to be acting. You now, our parents want to see us do the best, and I think a lot of parents are more goal based. So if you're not booking TV shows, if you're not you know living. Uh, living every year off of acting is a hobby or writing. Yeah. Uh, if you're not seeing any income from it, it's a hobby. I don't think we're live. I think we're living in a time now where it's changed from the nine to five. It's changed to yeah. us making our own content and, and everything. It, it. Are you planning on like when this comes out? Are you planning to do like paperback and digital release or? You know, you uh, have... it's going to be it's go, it, it's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be at Barnes and Nobles and have some book signings. It's going to be a hardcover, paperback, whole nine yards. Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's going to be digital, too. Uh, if anybody's listening right now, when it comes out, the, the best place to get it is going to be on uh, from uh, the website for the book or the website that was made for that, um, nice. because then the you know, it, it's a long process, but that's. No, I'm not going to get into it, but that's the best place to get it. But anywhere you get it, I'm blessed. So <laughs> if you read it, you know, like anything is a good thing at this point. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's a tough world. I wanted to rewind what you said there about the um, not being a job. And I, I had this going through my mind and part of this was with the injury and, and life. And I wanted to say that not honoring your heart and following what you believe in it's the hardest thing you're ever going to do in your life is listen to your heart and if your heart says i'm an artist and you allow yourself to be that artist and you just do it uh you know i i have a lot of faith i'm religious i i i believe that that uh 
God, or I don't, you know, everybody has their own things. I, I always try to talk about this, but I'm very accepting of everyone. But for me, listening to that voice was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life and getting injured because I had done the other path and I followed the, whatever the world said, you know, square peg round board, but I tried to fit, cut my hair, took my earrings out, got the job, busted my back up really bad, got disabled. And now here I am doing, making art and struggling and, uh, but surviving, you know, I mean, I have a lot of people that love me. I got a roof over my head. I'm alive. I'm breathing, but I, I also feel satisfied inside. And for me at this point, the only failure is just not giving in to the, yourself and just being yourself and allowing yourself to exist as yourself. Uh, it, it might not make sense to everybody around you, but we all need to just love each other and just have faith and support each other and just trust that we're going to be okay. And I, I think that if parents, and it's sad, you know, everybody has their reasons and they all have, I believe, good intentions. Um, but it's important, I think, to really just try. And and you can get a job and you can do other things and you can try to do little things, you know, and and make it happen. But it doesn't mean stop, you know, but, but that's all. But it's really important that you just do it. You know, you got to just somebody I said, I said, I made this comment the other day on Reddit is ridiculous. But I said, like, this do it thing. This guy's like, let me challenge you. Like, you said, do it. Like, well, or something, I don't, he's like, but it's collaborative. I said, I said, what is your challenge? I said, do it means just live, breathe, exist. Don't be afraid to meet people, work with people, just try, live your life. That's what do it is for me. It's just like, wake up and try. This lovely, wonderful man named Percy in front of me, I never would have met if I didn't wake up and try something that everyone said was impossible. My book coming out, I never thought it was going to happen. I got a film that just made it to Prime Video. It's like crazy things are happening. And I mean, does it mean anything? What is success? And does it mean that I just made a million dollars? No. Does it mean that I'm going to make $10 million in five years? Yeah. And I watched him carry. I wrote myself the check. I put it in the drawer. I said, I'm going to get there. And I wake up every day and I work hard. But is my goal being a millionaire? No, my goal, I'm not an artist because I'm going to be rich, because I'm going to support myself, because I'm not afraid to sleep on a couch or or be on the street or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen in this life. Just like when I broke my back and I, I fell and I was walking and my legs went out and I was crawling on the floor and I picked myself on my bed with my hands. You don't know these things are going to happen, but it, the, the failure is just not trying because you don't know what tomorrow holds. So for me, I'm an artist and for anybody out there, whoever you are, and there's a lot of great things happening in the world now, you know, uh, the Trevor Project, all these amazing organizations, just encouraging people to be themselves, to live, to try, and to accept yourself. Just embrace yourself. You don't have to listen to to the, all the voices and the no's. How many people told me the things that happened to me were impossible? And and I'm going to tell you that I think of the Alice in Wonderland quote, but it's like I've done six impossible things before breakfast every day you know, Lewis Carroll. And I, I just look at these things and you know what, that just, just go for it. That right. that's what do it is just it, it, nothing, all of this is technically meaningless, but like, here we are now, that's important. 
and, and living your life and honoring yourself, being true to yourself and loving yourself, that's important. And that's that's it's not about all the other things. It's about that. And that's that's why we wake up every day. And that's why I, I do what I do. And that's why you're here with me now. Right. No, that's powerful stuff. And it's something I've had to learn throughout my journey. It's something that many people were still struggling to attain, but it's definitely, I've always said, it doesn't bother me that my mom don't support me. You know why? Because at the end of the day, I'm not doing it. Even if she did support me, I'd still be doing it. And it's not, I don't live the life I lived. I don't pursue the journey that I want because uh, I'm trying to break the norm. It's because I want to do it. And I think yeah. what you said important too, don't sell yourself short. So many people sell themselves short. They don't, you know, for me, I always get asked, oh, why don't you cut your hair? A lot of people like it, but I, yo, why you cut your hair? You're not hot with that. You, you know, I don't like it. <laughs> I, always I got them. that. I got a bunch too, man. I this is when I get booked on something, they said cut it. I said, I said, if it's the right job, I'll cut it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when, what you, I said. <laughs> when you pay me this, I watch the money. I, I'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, hey, Percy, I got this nice, nice gig for you over here, man. And you're like, but they're like, we need you to cut your hair for this character. I'm like, you, you I might think about it. I said, I think that'd be, I think that's where, you know, I don't know, you know. No, but luckily that hasn't happened because normally it's usually just like <laughs> people on the street. But when I get cast and stuff, I never that even you look great. Dude. I love it. Thank man. you. It, yeah. It's it's all about you know I I, I wasn't gonna bring it up because I don't think I I'm doing this project. I, I'm not sure. I haven't heard back. But so a casting director for MTV uh, that I was talking to a couple months ago. I was for a project and. We was he was asking me this very question. He said, "You know, the first thing I noticed was your hair. Do people like how do people react when they see it?" And I say, "A lot of people like it, but a lot of people don't. It, it, but you know, it's something that when you're comfortable with who you are, and especially yeah. in the industry we're in, you have to do something to set yourself apart. You know, when I go to the, well, that's stand, the other, yeah, yes, that's true too." You know, it, it's it's a characteristic that may that may put you in the box and may tight cash you, but you know what? When you step into the audition room, I know so many people in uh, many casting offices, and they know me just because then they don't see nobody like me walking into their building. So, and it's not like I'm doing it effortlessly. Like every day, I wake up with the idea of I'm going to stand out. But it's something that oh, dude, it's you, it's you, man. You've had this hair since I met you, brother. Yeah, it was shorter. I it. It, it was. It, it's been, I, mean, I I can't remember you without without like some <laughs> wild hair, man. I think you know. It's it, my it, mom's it fault. It's my mom's fault because when I was like, ever since I was eighteen, she would always cut my hair. I'm like, can I get braids? Can I grow up? No, <laughs> no, cut it. Always cut it. So then I got to the point where I could do it myself. I just let my hair grow. Yeah. But it, it's you know in, in this industry. Whether you're disabled, you have a character, uh, a characteristic that stands out. You have to stay true to yourself, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, coming in, um, to you know something that's very, uh, you know, judgmental. This space is yeah. can be quite judgmental, but if you know yeah. who you are, 
you know, you can allow yourself to penetrate that that force, especially now yeah. we're living in a m- more inclusive time. So being disabled, you know, some agents I know that they, they specifically look for, you know, disabled or handicapped people because they know there's a market for that. They know there's a lot of different money. things. It's it's all kinds of craziness. Like and and for me, you know, my my goal, my my long term goal is is to get off, get off of that and, and reintegrate myself into into working and just find something I can do, you know, and there's a lot of things I just have to be careful for it. It's mainly, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's strange. There's a lot of things that like really just like lifting and carrying things. I have to be very careful when I'm trying to do things. Like they said, they didn't want me picking up more than 10 pounds or 20 pounds or something, which is, um, can I still do it? I mean, I can try to, but like, is it going to put me in the hospital and kill me? you know, or like, like, these are the things that go through my head is really just the fear of winding up back on that floor again, not able to walk, which it was, it was horrific, you know, it it was, it is, is traumatizing, right? You know, so it's like, but yeah, but but you can, you know, even you never know, you just got to just do as much as you can. And and you can't control that at the end of the day, I can't control that. And, And if that's where it happens, then that's, just what happens, I guess. And, but as long as now it's like, just do as much as I can every day, live every day and just try to enjoy every day to the best of my ability. Right. That's just what I have. Like I can walk, I can walk and I can do these things. Just try to just try, just keep trying. And I, and, you know, obviously try to take care of yourself and be cautious because you don't want to do something stupid that's going to aggravate something or make it worse than it is, you know, but, but, you know, yeah, I guess you just have to try, I guess, you know, cause you, you just, there's so much, it's everything, nothing, yet nothing is, I always feel like I love, I always think of the joker. Like I'm like a dog chasing a car and I wouldn't know what to do with it. If I caught it, I, I always love <laughs> that line. Cause it's like, I feel like that, like, it's just like, you just go and, and you just, you just, you just let go and you go. And if, if you wind up, it just doesn't fucking matter. You know, at the end of the day, it, it, not nothing, I, I guess really none of it really matters, but just do as much as you can every second that you're able to just push yourself as far as you can, I guess. I think that's the most important thing and just live and don't be afraid to live and wherever that goes or takes you, uh, you know, it'll just be there and one day it'll wake up or you won't wake up. Absolutely. You know, I always say you have to, you know, be grateful to wake up every day. And I always tell people, don't judge a book by its cover. People assume certain things about me because of the way I look. Some people think I'm agnostic. Some people think I'm full of myself. Uh, full of myself. Some people think I'm self-centered. I'm all those things. I, I'm not gonna lie. No. I, I, I was I was trying to hold back on saying <laughs> I'd like to meet these guys and buy them a drink. <laughs> Well, look, I it, I always say self confidence is people self confidence is something that unfortunately so many people lack that when they do see it, some people perceive it as a negative thing. You know, this is the difference between being self confident and a douchebag. A douchebag, is somebody who, I mean, lives and breathes and just feels like they're better than everybody. I don't think I'm better than everybody. I know this a lot. I have to learn. I'm still a young guy, still, you know, chasing his dream. I'm not making $5 million annually. You know what I'm saying? But it's something yeah. that self-confidence should be something that a lot of people 
have. And some people, unfortunately, don't have that support system to teach you that. No, you you have a wife, you have a family who's been there despite the it's disability. It's important to have people no? that support you. No, first, man, you're just, you're, 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 you're one of my best friends, man. You're a great, great guy. I don't want to blow you too full of smoke, but even if no, you're- keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, you know, we, we all have the potential to be jerks occasionally and, and dicks. And I, I'm sure that, uh, I, I have been at moments in my life. I am far from perfect, but your heart is gold, man. Uh, I, 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 I'm far from perfect either. There's a lot of growing up. I'm still doing, I had to do. And, and your mom loves you. I'm sure of it. <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Dr. Phil? No, <laughs> Oh my God! But you know, you you're a writer, you're a novelist, but you're an actor. And I wanted to talk about your your newest uh, your newest film that's on Prime Video, uh, movie twenty 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 one twenty five, and yes, it's yeah. something you've filmed yourself, right? This is your project. It was a pandemic. Uh, it was birth of the pandemic, and um, I had a bunch of jobs booked. It was early March. And it was, I was excited, all good gigs, uh, working. I mean, anyone who acts, they know you get a, a job that pays you a few bucks. It's like, that's like a celebration. Everything is just a <laughs> blessing in this business. I mean, it's like, you don't know what my why, why she's like, how the hell do you do this? She's like, you're not working for blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you get something and it's like, yeah. it, it's total, it's really like, it's it's organized chaos i guess i i don't know how to explain it other than that but but the phone rang and and they were like oh uh we canceled COVID shut it down and next thing you know it was just one after the other it was just raining bad news i was on my way to my mom's house i'll never forget it i'm like what the fuck is going on right now you know and then like obviously there's i didn't know what to do i had taken an acting class and as time went on i my uh, coach Lisa Pelican she said just make a movie and I was like I was thinking about it I'm like what the hell do I have here I'm like I have my phone I have a couple of studio lights that I use for making tapes and stuff I'm like so I wrote a script of basically taking the pandemic 105 years into the future mm -hmm. like possible end of the world type scenario uh, and the the man and everything has to be grounded and real. Like I talked about with my book, like that's how I, I try to work that way and everything I do for it to, you know, to, to touch people, to be real. So you, you can feel like, well, what are we doing if we're not living is how I think. So, you know, there was nothing and all I had was the phone and that was it. So it was shot as a documentary style type thing of this man who's connecting with this device because we're all like connected to these things so much so that you don't directors one night i was talking to him and he said his screen time he was on the phone for like 24 hours straight i'm like jesus dude like I'll, i turn my phone off and leave it home sometimes when i go out just because i want to try to be present with my wife it's like i don't want it there i don't want to be thinking i got to check my email or i have to do you know it's like but but that's what it was so it was shot in a documentary style thing. I did it all in this room right here. And um, after a few critiques and things, uh, 
they said build the outside world and i contacted another director i had worked with that i was close with and he drove up from pennsylvania um my friend phil and uh my friend eric helped me and my family gave me a couple of bucks and we scouted some locations we figured it out we did all the work we ironed everything out set it up built the outside world re-edited the film and pumped it out into the universe and it it was um the first draft of it was initially it was just the documentary part of it um and my acting coach is seen to try to you know put it up on uh put it out on imdb and i didn't ever thought anyone was i never thought i was going to watch it man and um I, I I filtered advice and we did it. We got the edit down. We put it up. It started winning awards. My jaw dropped to the floor. It won over 20 awards or something. Like it was ridiculous. Screened all over the world. Uh, it was just crazy, like crazy things. And then, um, then it was like, well, what do I do with this thing? You know, I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And my friend's like, well, try to put it on this, try to put it on that. My, my one friend, uh, my friend Eric, he just kept saying, just try to put it on on Prime. Try to put, and everybody told me, nah, they won't take a, they won't do it. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. There's, there's thousands of films. They're not going to look at it. And and I'm like, just and uh, another gentleman I had spoke with in Russia said, don't release it on YouTube. And the long and the short of it is, I said, frick, I'll just try. <laughs> <laughs> and I I I I, I self submitted it and. Uh, it was like I got the message a few days before Christmas and and I was like, wow. But it wow. happened and it's out there. Yeah, they they published it. And I was like, you know, just and 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 my acting coach he said to me, he said, he said, No, you worked really hard, man. He's like, you deserve it. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, it it did help to hear that because like there's that side of you that's like. You know, I, I I don't really I don't know if I have the words for it, but it it did help to hear that. You know, but yeah. it's really it was uh just an awesome, amazing blessing. I, I again, that's just I I think the impossible things. I just think about that Lewis Carroll thing just screams in my mind. It's like all the no's and all the things like just just keep going. You know, yeah. that's all I could say. And I you think I thought I was gonna have a a book published? No. Just things just start to happen in your life when you start following, listening to that voice inside yourself. And where it goes, I don't know, but I feel fulfilled and I know that I'm doing what I'm here to do. So that's, I believe that, that I think is the only failure is not listening to yourself. Right. You know, the most beautiful thing about what you said um, was... It's on Prime, so that means you can afford my my interview fee of five thousand dollars. Pay up. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, it is powerful. You know, and this is why I always talk about the industry because it's the most rewarding, but it's also one of the most high tension, unpredictable fields because you know. During the pandemic for me, I'm not going to lie, and I actually this too, uh, during the pandemic, I kind of started feeling like it was a blessing. It was a curse, but it was a blessing. Because when I first moved out to LA, something good things happened, uh, predominantly be, signing with my first agency. 
a couple months after moving here, but then the pandemic hit a couple months after that. And I've realized like, you know, in, in the in the seven, eight months span I was living here before the pandemic, I really wasn't acting the way I, I used to when I was in the city. I was I was more focused on working. I I would uh half half ass on memorizing my lines for auditions because I was too caught up with work. And during the pandemic, I realized, I said, you know what? This is the break I needed. Um, you know, allowed me to refocus my purpose because I've always known I was an actor. I always make sure people would know that. But at the same time, I wasn't doing what I wanted anymore. I, I was, you know, I was putting less work and effort into my craft. So during the pandemic, I said, you know what? Instead of just sitting on the couch, I can actually do things myself. So instead of just waiting around for the next thing, how do I stay keep motivated? Ah created the podcast and it was something right. i was the first thought too nobody gonna listen to this uh, you know yeah. people people are just like uh, there's somebody better joe rogan is the better podcast right now and, <laughs> you know it, it, it it's crazy how just one day one saturday because i remember it's a saturday one saturday uh you know we i had an empty room in, in the apartment i said you know what uh let me just throw an episode out there. So I called somebody up. You just recorded a political episode. Uh, my podcast was first called Controversial Topics. And I just, I literally, we threw it all together within an hour. Edit, uh, recording and all that. I kind of edited it the best way I could. I, I wasn't too, too editing savvy back then, but yeah. I just threw it all together, put it out there. And I think it was the second episode. Someone was like, Man, this is actually pretty cool. I'm like, wait, really? Somebody listened to this thing? Because <laughs> uh, back then, it was on one platform, Anchor, which is my host. Then I I had no idea what I was doing. I knew what I, I had I, a sense of what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to put it together. I my I felt like the podcast title was not catchy. Nobody's going to listen to this. And yeah. then, you know, that one day turned into a month, and then that month turned into half a year and then a full year and then two years and then you realize you see the progress you're like damn i went from just a one day thinking this was not going to be something that is going to see the light of day and now i'm seeing it grow and i think that's the best best thing about this industry that you pointed out is bet on yourself because it's easy to sometimes be like oh this other person's doing better than me uh Oh, uh, you know, there's so many other cooler projects than me uh, that I'm doing. But if you take a bet on yourself, you never know who's going to watch it. It only takes one person to watch it. Dude, you know? you're living your life having a good time and, and doing what you love. And right. it's like that stupid commercial. Priceless. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I always laugh when I see that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But <laughs> I'm dying over here. Man. Jesus. But you know, it, like that's that's a, something that you should be proud of. You know why? And this is why I ask you about the injury stuff because some people might say, Oh, this film is on Amazon Prime. I, oh man, I, I wish I could be like that. But they only see what it's advertised. They don't get to know the person who who created it. They don't get to know the actor who's the center of attention, and like people hearing about your disability, the stuff you went through, makes it even better because now people say, "Oh, you know what? My grandmother's going through that. My mom's going through that. A sibling's going through that. You know, a loved one's going through that." And 
it's, it, it's that's the stuff I've start I've started to realize, you know, doing this and just maturing a little bit. People want to hear these stories, whether you feel that nobody wants to listen to it or not. I'll tell you this, you know, a lot of people I, I'll talk to on 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 the podcast. You know, they'll say. Nobody ever asked me about my story. Nobody want to listen to it. I'm just a person nobody even thinks about. And I, and like this one girl I had on um, I, who was going to the gym I was working at and working out at. She was, uh, she was pretty, but she was a girl that thought nobody wanted to hear her story. People just thought she was a pretty girl. Lo and behold, she's been suffering from lupus for many years. And wow. She finally came out and talked about it because some people just look at her at the gym and say, oh, oh, she 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 got it easy. And turns out she's struggling every day. She's been struggling for like the last two decades. So I think like, man, I think I'll, I'll be honest. I, 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 I think everybody in life, no matter where you are, we're all human and we all suffer and we all struggle. And it's like, I think People just need to be grounded in that and understand that like crazy things happen to everyone every day, whatever you do, it's, I think we're all just trying to live like all those. I used to think like my, my cousin, John Nolan is in taking back Sunday and it's like, they are super successful, great band, you know, toward the world, the country, my brother-in-law's in the dropkick Murphy's like, and then like, you're in a room with these people. And this is kind of like, it's sort of like came full circle for me a little bit, but it's like, and, and you're just having dinner, hanging out. We all shit the same. We all piss the same and we all <laughs> hurt the same. Right. And we're all people. It's like, you see, you're looking, you feel like it. I think they're, they're, there's definitely and sadly I'll, I'll just say like all this social media all this stuff is like very important but i'd like to see more connection with people just really paying attention to each other and caring about each other and just like trying to be a little more empathetic or understanding than than like you know there it feels there's a lot of detachment Right. which does make me a little sad at times. And that's one of the, I, you know, and especially people that go through things. Like I spoke to my, um, my workman's comp attorney and I said, he said, you know, you, you're well-spoken. And he says, if there's an opportunity for you to speak or try to share a story with people, uh, would you do that? I said, I, in a heartbeat, I will just show me where to go. I don't know what to do or where to go, but I will try to help anyone I can any way I can. Right. Um, because I mean, I, and like, and here I am now talking to you and maybe, maybe it will, I don't know, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what the future holds, but I, I hope that, I hope that somebody out there, you know, maybe they put their phone down and, and give somebody a hug or something, or just, you know, stop looking at it and just kind of step away from all of that for a little while. I love camping. Cause that's great. When I go camping, I just, man, just everything is off. It's like yeah, you're in yeah. the woods and it's just like you and your buddies and my wife and my dog. And it, it's like, and it's just like nothing, like just like existing in nature and stuff. I, I, I love doing that. It feeling like closer to earth and people and everything. Like, 
I don't know, but little that that's you know whatever works for you, man. You try it if you never tried it. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before I'm gonna ask you a question. We we spoke briefly about this, but you know, what they I will say uh, about the future. I do think that's the best part about life is not knowing what's going to happen. You never know how your choices are going to 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 you know, enforce one another because eventually you do see it, you know, for, for an example, yeah. who would have thought you go from a major accident to having one of your, your first projects you ever created, you know, I'm not talking about acting, but created, go on a major streaming platform. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Where you, don't, you don't know. How no, never, never. No. And you um, never know how things are going to manifest. Yeah. You have no idea. But I will say one thing I do know about the future. Is I need my five grand now. It's um, coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. <laughs> but I do want to ask you a question. Because I, you know, I think it's important, like when we talk about stuff like this, you know, I I've interviewed other actors before, but I've had someone who one, been through such a experience like you, but two, was married. And I think it's important wow. to get different perspectives because mm. I think, you know, to my point earlier when I was talking about, you know, my mom not, um, uh, you know, supporting me and many people seeing uh, pursuing a career into this as a hobby. You know, I think that one of the first people you will look to is a spouse. And, you know, how do you think, you know, for you, um, do you think that pursuing this career has been uh, a challenge that uh, your wife has uh, supported you in, or do you think it's, it's something that you really have to consider when you're making that step in a relationship or, or something along those lines? Well, I, I think that you always have to respect each other and you need to love each other no matter what. And it's not always easy to support each other's decisions. Uh, easy for anything in life that's worthwhile is not a word that will ever appear for you. Uh, work, um, trying to compromise, doing your very best with everything. Uh, and even when it's hard to support each other, find ways to do it or, or try. And I know every day I wake up, that she loves me and that she is she's there for me and she does in her heart support everything i'm doing and i wish it was easier uh but it is this life doing this is so difficult on so many levels um Sometimes I feel like a crazy person. You're doing these auditions, you're doing the characters. It's like trying to separate things and living with that is not easy. And I know that she has struggled with things, mm -hmm. but she's an amazing, amazing woman. I, you know, my life partner and I, every day I wake up, I'm just blessed to have her in my life. And uh, I think just doing that every day. I mean, it, she makes me a better man and a better person. Right. 
I, I think that's beautiful. And, you know, I ask you that because a lot of people, when they pursue this type of career, you know, it's easier when, when you know, you're a youngster like myself, you're single, you know, yeah. you don't got many bills. Hey, you're sexy with that hair, man. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I am in a relationship, ladies. I'm sorry. I am. But. Um, he dropped he dropped the bomb <laughs> <laughs> but like you know it's something like me and my girlfriend we was talked about it's like she knows that acting is my number one thing and it's something whether we break up when we got together you know whatever the case may be i'm always going to do that but i also want to ask you because there's something we don't really talk about but have you ever got to a point whether it, while you were married or maybe before that you've thought about giving up because there was times where never like, on what? her. I would never, for one second, give up on her. Oh, 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 uh, my bad. Yeah. Not, not oh, your wife, but no, and that no, neither. Um, so at, at the point where I had thought about, I admit, like I said, I've been in bands and stuff, and I took the corporate route. I listened to everybody that was saying, you know, try this, try this, and then I wound up in a job where I wound up breaking my back, becoming disabled. It totally destroyed my life, lost my job, lost my salary, lost my income, um, living through hell, uh, years of therapy, still in therapy, um, you know, still not struggling to break out of the system that I've been cast into and almost trapped in. It, it's, But I'm not like, screw all of it. I'm going to get out. I am getting out. I am getting out. I am getting out. I am getting away. You know, and that's that's it. That's done. And I'm doing the things I love because I failed doing what everybody said to do. I, everybody says, get this job, do this, you'll get. And you know what? They don't care about you. They don't love you. They don't come home with you at night. My mom used to say it about my father. Uh, Though that is not your life, but inside, you know, your home that this is and you need to stay grounded there and you have to honor yourself. And, and that's it. So if I'm going to if I'm going to whatever is going to happen to me in my life right now, I, I I'm never going to stop this. I told my wife that. And one of the most difficult things for her. Because she lived with me through all of this when we were I got injured when we were dating Um and I started, and she's like, now you're an actor? I'm like, I've been an artist my whole life. I mean, you knew that. I, you know, I did a nude uh, performance art piece when I was graduating <laughs> college, you know? It was like, oh, there like, we go. That tape, you know, <laughs> it was like, I was always like doing art. I have huge paintings. I was stretching canvases the size of the wall. Like, all, I, I love, I painted my nephew's room. Like I love, I, I tons, I've always been an artist, you know, it's like, so it, it wasn't really far-fetched for me to do this. It just kind of, the, everything I've done in my life and the writing, it's all just a natural evolution of me. But the struggle was where I, and for her, it was like now that I'm doing the acting, she's like, well, you aren't an actor. And now you are, she's like, and she's, it's just not easy. But does she love me? Yes. And and are we trying? Yeah. And and I would just say easy is just not in the equation for anything that is worthwhile in your life. And everybody's going to have their struggles. And you just, I think the most important thing is to keep loving each other and wake up every day. And look, I know 
I know where my heart is and I know where my soul is and, and it's here with her and, and that's it. And that's how I wake up every day and that's how I live. No. So uh, trying to find that balance of honoring yourself and, and your partner and, and they know that's it's work, man. It is work married. I, anyone who's been married or is married is going to tell you it is work, but it is worthwhile work. Right. And I asked you that because, you know, it's something in the crossroads. A lot of people make adjustment, uh, adjustments to that. You know, people I've seen, I'm not talking about huge famous people, but, you know, people I grew up with or people I saw when I was growing up who pursued an entertainment career, you know, at some point I realized, I'm like, you know, I don't really see you doing it anymore. Are you still into it? And they'd be like, no. And I asked them why. Like, why is that? And they was like, you know, it was fun, but, and this is something I've thought about during the pandemic. It was like, at some point, I wanted, stabi- I wanted stability in my life, you know, not knowing when the next opportunity was coming, having to pick up and drop things at, at, at the drop of a dime, you know, for an audition or for a project, you know, when you're married, maybe starting a family, looking to start a family, that becomes a big dynamic where it's like, yeah. ah, you know, I love acting, but it's not going to be making that income that we need to sustain this household. Uh, so I think that's where the faith comes in, man. I think that's just where that's where you just have to have. It just has to be something there, man. You just have to believe in yourself to the point where all those no's go away. Right. I don't give up. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I don't know where I don't know where I'm it's gonna take me. I don't care. But this is what I'm doing. Not because I'm gonna get stability, not because I'm gonna get a million dollars, not because I'm gonna get that check, not because I'm gonna get that job, because it's who I am. That's sort of I think that's where it has to come from. I think it's it's something that at some point all actors probably it crossed their mind about that, you know, the stability and stuff, you know. Even some of my my, my buddies who just got into it, um, one thing they, they say, you know, they come from the corporate world and they'd be like, Hey, I, I like it, it's the thrill, I enjoy it, but you know, I miss that paycheck to paycheck, you know. Um, you know, I miss having that income where I I know I can go out every Friday and Saturday and enjoy life, you know? And I think whether you're married or whether you're a young person without much responsibility, there is that, that balance of how do I pr- pursue my craft, but also maintain a life where I'm not you yeah. know, sleeping in my car. And it, unfortunately, um, I was just saying, I, I'll let you go, but unfortunately, you no, know, I meet a lot of people in, in LA and I've had the, the opportunity to talk to some people who are homeless and a lot of the common things I, I hear is like they move here for the entertainment and they just didn't know how to balance that life you know it was acting all day acting all night but in the process of doing that they weren't able to sustain a life where they was able to pay the bills and and, and stuff like that so it's, it's a hard thing to manage it's yeah it's sad you have to you have to figure it out it's It's tough. Yeah, it just is. You got to do other things. You got to figure it out. And like, especially like it used to be really easy for me to get get work, you know, like before I was injured, I could really do anything. I, I've done like every job in the universe under the sun pretty much. Um, 
and I can't do probably 90% of what I used to do anymore. So, I mean, I've been turned away from major companies. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names. I didn't bring it up, but I told them I couldn't do certain things. And they were, well, that's what we need you to do. And they just never called me back. Uh, just really fucked up shit, man. Um, that you don't want to tell people about the fact that you even that you're injured because you can't see it with me. That's another thing. That's a, that's like a mental. That's a mind fuck because you can't see it. I'm I'm sitting here screaming inside. I got pain shooting down my legs right now. It doesn't go away. It never stops. Um, it's forty eight hours a day for me. You but you don't see it. And I'm holding it in and I'm maintaining myself and, and composing myself and trying to move on with my life. And, and you're going to sit here and, and not hire me because I can't unload a fucking truck or load 500 pounds of shit into somebody's car. Mm-hmm. Personally, you know, I don't want to get, I, I, this is, and that's why I'm in therapy. So I'll, I'll leave it at that, but you know, but you got to figure it out. So like finding that job, finding that, that's how I got my real estate license now um I'm, i i put my book out i don't know what's going to happen in life but there's a lot of faith and and i'm still i and i'm looking for that balance right now and even to maintain my relationship with my wife because that is important you need to bring that money in every month otherwise you know the bills don't stop the mortgage has to get paid the oil has to be on you know your dog needs to get fed you need to eat when you get home you need gas in your car like and um you know you just got to figure it out but easy. Yeah. That's again, that's really, I guess the support and God willing, keep your mental health and, and, um, and hopefully I don't know, you know, I, I feel, I feel, I, I just wish I could help those people, man, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, every day as I, I, I believe I'm going to get where I'm going and I'm just going to keep going, but balance is important. It's tough. And then the other thing I was going to say is that, I got to get down to have dinner soon. So we should probably start wrapping this up because I could probably talk to you for another two hours, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to get you. Get, get, I get you over the... your head in about five minutes. I realized <laughs> I've been up here for like. <laughs> your wife is going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. This is the balance right now. I realize I, you know I, I knew I wanted to. I miss you, you man. You, you, you know how you solve this issue? Tell us that a five grand, just give me three. All right. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when, when the checks start rolling in. I'll take you out for a nice night. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you, brother. Don't worry, man. I'll, I'll do what I can, my man. I'll Thomas come. I, I always say I should be so lucky that 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 day comes. When that day comes, I'll give you a big hug, and I'll give you a nice little check. It's like, I'll, I'll give you the five grand. Why, you I, can I, make I it triple that. Right. I'll, I'll get. I'll get. I'll get. To, I'll figure it out, man. I, I, <laughs> I got it, man. I'll figure it out, man. We'll, we'll do some kind of, we'll, we'll give something, man. I will work it out. Right. I, I'll get you that. I'll get you that coin somehow, man. If, if when I get where I'm going, I'll figure, I'll figure it out, brother. No, nah, I'm just kidding. You got my yeah. word on that one. No, I'm serious though. What the hell? What, why the hell not? Hey, you know, you know the fe- you're, the you're my friend, first. dude. You, you're, you're, dude, you are my, you're my man. And, and I, I'm going to do everything I can to take, take care of the, the people I love, man, and you are in likewise. That, you are in that. Uh, you are in that group with me, my man. That uh, you know, it's it's beautiful. I I I always say, you know, to the you know people I know, you a couple other people and family. It's like you know, 
I, I like being around people who are like minded. Who I I don't give advice. I don't help people for the for the opportunity that oh they're gonna give me something. I I don't think like that because I'll do I'll do one better for you first. I'll give you a job, and I'll pay you, and we'll have a damn good time, and I'll take you out for a really nice dinner. As long as I can drink vodka all, all, all on the on the job, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm chill. <laughs> that, that, I, I have ideas for things. I have like things I want to try to do, man. But man, the, the, we we got to take care of each other, man. That's that's the root of it, really. That's even you having me on here today, dude. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's not about you know the name value of the person. Uh, like I told you earlier, it's everybody has a voice and people are willing to listen if you're willing to share. It's not about you know how many TV shows. It, granted, you know the more popular you are, the more people listen. Yeah, but anybody <laughs> can have a voice. Like the story I told you about the girl with the lupus, she yeah. didn't think nobody's gonna listen to it. Turned out one of the most top listened to episodes I've had last year. So that's great. It, it's one of those you you never know, and uh, you know yeah. before you go because I, I I don't want the missus killing both of us. Uh, I just want to get you just you know for the sake of the controversial, I want to get your quick opinion about this. Shoot. Alec Baldwin, you know we talked about this a little bit, um, and you know a lot of people's asked me to do a whole podcast on it. I don't really feel like it. It's not something that I think is that big of a topic to talk about, but. You know, we're both actors. We've both been on sets. I've had some props before uh, shooting. Yeah. I, I'm sure you probably have some. What do you yeah, think definitely. about that whole situation? Because he's being charged with third degree manslaughter or second degree manslaughter. Um, one of the, I think it was the Insane director. is the first word that comes to mind. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I mean, I, what do what do you think? Because I'll say this, you know, I, I hear a lot of times like stuff with stunt doubles who get murdered on a job. I think over like the last couple of years, I've, I've heard a couple of high profile ones of stunt doubles getting killed on a job doing dangerous stunts. And yeah. I, I see this situation, you know, a lot, a lot of people calling him a murderer. Some people support him. But I think, you know, as people who's been on set when you use props, you know, and there is a prop department, which I believe the head of. In, in this situation is getting charged as well. But what uh, do you have an opinion on that? Like, do you feel like he's guilty of all charges? I, I don't believe he's guilty of anything. Uh, I, it, there's a chain of command, right? Mm -hmm. And then opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them and nobody wants to, what, smell them or hear them? What's, what's that word? I, I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, I know you <laughs> there, There's something. I can't remember and I know I butchered <laughs> it, but... It's like I'll give it anyway, um, but but like first of all, if God forbid, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. There's no that's just horrific. If you could imagine having uh, a toy gun or whatever, it's obviously it, it's maybe it's real, but and like your kids playing and your son accidentally shoots their kid and kills them because they think they're playing with a toy weapon, um, and that's happened before. It happened to a kid on the block. Uh, his father was a cop. He had a gun. The kid somehow got it and he shot his friend dead on the front lawn. So yet these things happen. But think about that kid that pulled that trigger. Did he murder somebody? Yes, he did. But no, he didn't. So did Alec kill that guy? No. I mean, he's doing his job. That that gun had to go through a lot of hands. The problem right. went through hands. 
um, the, the materials that came from the warehouse that went to the guy who ordered the blanks, put them in the gun, they, they boom, 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 boom. But there's so many hands in on this and it's just a horrific accident. Right. And I think that you, instead of pointing fingers at each other and trying to blame people for just awful things in life, because you're not going to make anything better, just try to tell the fucking truth for fuck's sake. Right. It was a horrific fucking accident and we don't need to, there's enough pain that you don't need to create more. Like I injured myself. Okay. And just to be fucking blunt, the shit that I went through that put me into therapy is almost worse than the goddamn fucking injury. Thank you to the system that has to point fucking fingers at everybody and fuck everyone. Right. And, and I'm just going to get angry, but it's like, no, this is bullshit. It makes me sick to my stomach. Stop. Let everybody wake the fuck up. There's a problem in the fucking world right now. I, I'm, I'm a licensed real estate salesperson. All right. I'm trying to help people find places to live in the city. There's a housing crisis. Um, there is, there are so many problems preventing individuals from getting a home. And, and everybody wants to hang this poster on the wall that says, look at me, I did this. I made this system because I want this to work because I want to check this off and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to get, and you know what, this fucking system they made is so fucking impossible to use that nobody wants to deal with it. These people, you know, I can't fucking find her a place to live. I'm struggling to find her a place to live. They're, they're having difficult times like literally the people's like stress, stress is putting people in hospitals. That's the truth. And, and stress is killing people and stress is causing heart attacks and stress created from pointing fucking fingers at people instead of saying, let's just try to make something that right. works or really try to help each other. But no, let's just all point fingers and make ourselves look good so we can wave the flag and say we did the right fucking thing. That doesn't work. Right. And and so to root this back to Alec Baldwin, just tell the fucking truth. The man did not load a gun with the intent to kill somebody. If anything, arrest his fucking character. Oh, wait a second. You know, separate the fucking two and put that and make a fucking TV show or some shit, you know? Yeah. But like, he's a man outside of that character and and like i'm a man now and like it's difficult separation of church and state but like yeah maybe his character killed someone but he didn't do it so sorry you got no charges buddy because you know what they're not the fucking same okay i played an awful awful fucking character in a film okay that that dragon the weapon of god evil needs to exist in the in in this industry okay and if you put every character in jail for the things they did well you'd never have an actor to make another movie i feel like if i follow up with that we're both going to be in trouble not just with your wife so <laughs> i don't know is that did i answer it i'm sorry it doesn't no no it's good and i'll talk I, I didn't think i don't think i said anything wrong no, um, and, and you know, I, and that's why, like for me, don't get me wrong, I feel bad for the person who was killed. 
but, it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. It's awful know, for everybody. It, it is awful. And this is, you know, this situation with Alex, and this is why I didn't want to talk about it. It's like, you know, first of all, we have more depressive madness at hand. Like you said, the Heisen crisis, the potential that, uh, you know, we're looking at a, um, um, uh, what the, what is it called that happened in 2008? Uh, not even, um, when the economy gets all screwed up, I forget the name of it. Um, we're looking at that. We're looking at grocery shortages, get, uh, grocery prices through the roof. And that's why, like, for me, I try to focus on things that people can relate to and, you know, can have a, a good thought on. Because as much as I would do when I'm talking about Alec Baldwin and stuff, to be honest, a lot of people who don't know how sets work and being in the industry don't know that it's not his fault. It's the people who... It's too many hands being tossed around, but ultimately, if they wanted a scapegoat, it would be the props department because those are the people that usually tell you don't play with this prop unless they say action. Production. Uh, somebody didn't. Somebody missed something somewhere down the line. The factory messed up. They sent them the stuff. They didn't check it. Right? Exactly. Look at everything. There's a thousand things that there's a thousand things on the list of things that went wrong. Right. You know, and um, and even at the end of this. Uh, what I said about the housing thing, it, it's its just very frustrating and it, it's heartbreaking. And I just, it's like, you just have, that's another thing is just keep having faith. Like it's just keep telling them we're going to find you something. We're going to find you something. Right. But it it's, it's so hard, man. It's so hard. These, these things, there's just so many factors in that line of things in order to get to the point of, and there, there, I think I, there's 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 a housing crisis. There is a shortage, and there are lines of people looking for places to live, and you can't put them all in one place. It's like we're submitting applications, and it, it's it's there. These places, these people are getting a dozen applications at a time. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, you just gotta hope to God they just pick yours, you know. And it's like, but. You know, these people, some of them have been looking for years. They you could be four years, five years. It's like, and it's just something has to give. It's it doesn't feel sustainable to me the way things are running right now. Even just like, I mean, the fact that you go to the supermarket and you, 10 hours of work, you make 80 bucks and 70 of it gets spent on eggs and milk. That there's some there's something we need yeah. some balance. Some, we need some balance somewhere in this world, man. Like they, they, they think it's just out of whack right now. The scales are just something is is way off right now. I don't know how it's gonna get fixed or when, but uh just it's just you get the blessed to wake up every day. I think that's really where I'm at, man. Honestly. Just, yeah. You gotta be grateful and just you know. It's, it's it's a weird time to be alive, you know, it's a good time to be alive, depending on who you are, but all we can do at this point is just, you know, have faith. Uh, we don't know the future, but all we can do is just, you know, be grateful to wake up another day. And yeah, you figure out how to tell that future thing. Well, uh, that's it, man. That, then we're done. The, the job's figured out, man. That's it. There's your check. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. Lights, camera, action. Check, please. I'm the check, a please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come see Percy for your future. I got some cards if you want them. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna work on that. I, you know, right things for you, young man. Right. You things. too, man. And you know, it, 
stuff like this is motivation, it's positive, and it's also inspiring because there's always somebody you can learn from. I always say that like you can learn something every day, whether it's through this podcast, whether it's driving to work, whether it's playing with your kids, you know, whatever the case may be. You can always learn something every day if you allow yourself to. And like conversation like this, you know, for the for the last couple of months, I haven't really done uh interviews with people. But this was a good one, and I'm glad we did because it inspired me not just on the artistic level, but as just as a person to know that you know there's people who go through way worse than I thought I I was going through. You know, we always tend to feel like nobody can relate, nobody's been through this, and then you hear a story where it's like, oh wow, it really is a lot harder. But you see how people bounce back from those adversities. You know, so often in our society, we see the negative aspects, but we don't see the positives. And I think that's why I'm glad you came on because it was inspiring for me, Thanks not for only as an artist, but as a person, you know? Yeah, I, man, you know what? I'm just, th- thanks for having me, dude. It was great talking to you. I missed you. We got to meet up, catch up uh, when you're back in town. And um, keep telling your stories, man. Keep doing it, buddy. You just keep living and keep get you know it, it's gonna happen man you just keep doing your thing and it's this is it man this is what it's about you know this, this stuff and i'm just glad you glad you did it thank you absolutely Thanks. yeah i'll keep telling the story until somebody finally pays me my five yeah. grand uh <laughs> but um uh, you know before you before you go where 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 people can find you you know your, your movie um your, your instagram and everything where, where people can uh check you out so it's uh it's at underscore Sean Ian, um, which I'm That's Instagram, to, right? Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. The, it's underscore Sean Ian. And I'm trying to get, yeah, that's just what it is. I think that's what it's going to be because I can't fix it. The film is 2125. Um, the year 2125. Uh, it'll come right up when you search it. And it's uh, on SeanIan.com. There's a, a page there for 2125 and you can get right to it. It has the links. It's available in the US, the UK, and Germany. And um, so just yeah, it's shawnian.com 2125. Uh, you can find it on Prime Video uh just by searching 2125, or you can go to my website and um all my links to everything are on there too. And uh I just uh I man, love you all, love to everybody. Thank you. And Percy, you rock, brother. Absolutely. We're going to see you on the big screen very soon. Uh, you know, your novel's going to do great things. Your movie's going to be doing great things and even more better things to come. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. Shout out to Sean for coming on. I appreciate it. I love you, my man. I'll see you soon, Percy. Peace. Peace, brother. <laughs>